Yeah, yeah, uh, Deet, yeah, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry, me, no, That's no. Deet. I'm sounding more like, uh, I don't know who the hell I'm sounding like. Edgar G. Robinson, yeah, yeah. China. I don't know what you said. China. <laughs> China is here's, here. Here's my impression of <clears throat> Roosevelt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Delano. What's his, knew, what was he, his first name? He knew him. <laughs> Eleanor? Not her. Theodore? No, Theodore Delano. No, Theodore? not Ted. Teddy? <laughs> Teddy? Give me back my damn bear. Anyway, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> That's better than mine. I've got some cuddling to do. <laughs> mine was just China. <laughs> You're right. Mine was better than <laughs> That sounds like Trump. China. 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 What do you mean it's not for sale? That was Trump Trump channeling Eleanor China. Roosevelt. China. All right. We're not doing that. <laughs> we are above that. We are above that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, that was better Pierre Lloyd. Here we go. The beast with the fine fingers. No, that sounds more like Mad Monster Party, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Smell my card. Yeah. <laughs> Smell all five fingers. Smell my cards. <laughs> Did they weave off lilac? You've got me good, sir. <laughs> oh, jolly, jolly. <laughs> well, hey, I... <laughs> Not real sure what you're talking about. This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. And this is the Midnight Gladfly. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing it was a gap fly, though. Yeah. <laughs> and you are listening to Tar and Feather, and feather. <laughs> on Unsane. Radio. With special oh, guests, 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 Midnight, midnight Glad Flag. Who's your dad? Who's your dad? Oh, we're oh, going to talk. talk. We're going to discuss. Gonna discuss. We're, going we're going to argue. argue. We're, we're going, going to actually come to fisticuffs in this, in this episode, episode because we're going to be talking about the mid-1960s through the 70s science fiction movies and Television. Gonna bring you down! <laughs> Wrong segment. So, there we go. I just introed it. Somebody else, take it away. Well, you had a little older uh, perspective on this, but I just... I, I, about that time I started... <laughs> you did. Sorry. I agree. You did. But that doesn't account for the dirty look, but... Was, I didn't give you a dirty look. He did. Oh, no. You can't see this. <laughs> My look was filthy. <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah, you're right. I because like in the mid '60s, I I wanted to start in the mid '60s because of the uh, um, the television series Star Trek, but which it, everybody knows. But that was but that was also what the Irwin Allen stuff all well, that stuff yeah. out at the time too. But you, but there was all this stuff like that though. I mean, the Invaders. Uh, that yeah. Yeah, I yeah, like the Invaders. Yeah. The Invaders kind of set a little. It was a little, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought different. the Invaders was good. You're right. Yeah, it got a little boring, um, but it was. What uh, was the name of the guy that, in the Invaders? Ah, the main guy. 
Um, um, man, man. Robert Culp. No. No. It should have been. That, that was I Spy. Same time period. Outer too, Limits, too. The Outer Limits. Oh, The Outer Limits. The Outer Limits is good. That, that was 64. a little early. Yeah, that's a little earlier. That, earlier than the but, mid yeah, 60s. But that had an influence, too. Yeah. But came, that and like that came same. about the same time. And you're right. And then, you know, Star Trek. Roy Steins. Then he's. Roy, Roy, that's it. Roy, Roy Thinnis. Thinnis. Yeah, Thinnis. Roy Thinnis. Yeah. He was in a lot of TV stuff. Yes, yeah. Kent Smith. Satan School for Wayward yeah, Girls or yeah, whatever yeah. that was. Yeah, he was in a lot. That's true. But yeah, so Star Trek kind of was a beginner there of, um, you know, getting into the science fiction aspect of television. And you have to remember, fellow inmates, that at that time, television was pretty much it. There was no, no other avenues but television. When you were in between that age, you could go to the theater by yourself or... Well, yeah, you're right. I forgot. And television, like- and, it's, it was either television or the movies. Yes. Or outside. But you had a lot more, you know... Um, time to watch TV than to go to the movies. Yes. Um, and Star Trek is one of those. I I wanted to bring it up because it's for me. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of Star yeah. Trek. Um, I watched it faithfully, primarily because there was no other science fiction going on that was worth anything. It you filled know? a void. It did. Yeah. I mean, well, I, the, I think there were precursors to that, but the, it did kind of fill a void. And it was the the outer space it was a space opera um and i think you know that that in in that respect it was really good um you know and oh going back to uh, forbidden planet you could see a lot of the genesis for uh, star trek and forbidden planet that's true that's true and but um so that's my early you know little early things and then in the early 60s um, or the mid '60s, you know, um, I don't know what, what Twilight was, Zone what, and what um, were some of the, uh, that was earlier. What was some of the um, what were some of the movies of the of the mid '60s, 60, 65 through '69? Oh my Two thousand and one wasn't that? Yeah, in there? and then yeah, that was '69. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think '68, '69, so. something like that. Yeah, but then you uh, had uh, Barbarella. Uh, yeah. So all the in, uh, Italian influx and all um, that stuff. What was the um, um, Michael York about the Logan's Run? Logan's that Run. That was seventies. When was that? Well, totally. there we go. Seventies though. Seventy. But I'm still saying that's still in dis- that's that had a very the disco. We're talking that had a about. very disco yes. look to it. Yeah, yes. that well, it's funny because all of those uh, oh, science fiction movies became television shows. So a like, lot of them did. Yes. Yeah, the uh, uh, Colossus, the, the Forbin Project. Oh. I love that movie, Eric Braden. I, yeah, I Eric think, from from Young and the Restless. Yes, and yes. he's perfect. I really he's like good. him in that. Victor. Yes, I like that movie he's a, a lot. He's, he's the good little Nazi. <laughs> Seriously, but I like him in that in that movie. Well, he, he's well. He's also in one of the um, Planet of the Apes, right? That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad guy again, but no, that, no, he's that, actually not a bad guy. No, wasn't. Oh Apes, no, no, he was the. Doctor he's, that was helping. Yeah. yeah, he's the doctor helping him, and he actually helps him escape. Right? <laughs> yes. I and when, when was the Planet of the Apes? Late sixties was uh, from sixty eight yeah. to seventy four. Yeah, seventy four. And then there was something the like television that. show, which you know yeah. I watched religiously because yes. we, you know. Oh, did you like that? Oh, well, I was a little kid. I was I like, know, I'm just. I was. Uh, what was that? Uh, so when did we come back from Florida? Seventy. Seventy four. Seventy. Yeah, seventy four. We were in Texas, Ohio. Seventy three. Yeah. Uh, no, seventy four. Yeah, because seventy four. Well, those were the two things that uh, that were my 
my life at that time was horror hosts, all right? So it was uh, Sir Graves Gastly. So we watched him uh-huh. religiously when we lived out there. And, um, but we also watched Star Trek. We loved Star Trek. And um, Professor Feather, for uh, he and uh, Mrs. Feather, <laughs> for one Christmas, got us the... Uh, the uh, the deck uh, of uh, the Enterprise, right? Yes. Do you remember? Yes. So, yes. so we had um, we had Spock and we had Bones. No, no, we didn't have Spock. We had Bones and we had uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. Oh, and this thing was great. I mean, you literally you literally had these little like cardboard things that had images on them that you'd hang up for the what they saw outside the spaceship. <laughs> and they had a teleporter that you'd uh, turn. You'd, right, yeah. I had a lost in space you'd, one like yeah. this. Yeah, you'd, you'd put the you'd put the car- you'd put this, and this is a Mego uh, doll, right? Amigos, oh, fucking love Migos. There's, those were my childhood. Oh, those things. Did those you see the great. classic monster ones? Those are oh, worth I know. Yeah, a yeah. Lot well, I had I had money. a bunch of those. I had a bunch of those. The uh, you could put them in this thing, um, and there was a red and a green button. So if I put the dude oh. in the red part and spun it. I hit the green and it looked like he disappeared. Oh, he's teleported. Yeah, oh, that's so. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, I think funny. it's I think it's great because um, in the seventies um, we lived there, but then we lived in uh, Adiki. Right in in Adiki, I really got into Space Nineteen Ninety Nine. <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah. I liked you. Uh, going back to that, the Battles. UFO, Martin Landau and Remember Barbara U- Bain. By the way, yeah. UFO, <laughs> UFO. Yes. Yeah, was it, was it, Project yeah. Blue Book? No, no. Well, the, you remember but, the Gary Anderson? The yeah. UFO yes, one I do. Yeah. But do you, more do, you remember, do you remember Project Blue Book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I like that one a lot, actually. And then how about... That uh, was so bad. When was um, the $6 million man? Oh, 70s. yeah. That's the 70s. Yes. Yeah. yes. Early, mid-70s, wasn't yes. it? What about TH? Oh. eleven thirty eight. I hate that movie. I like that one. Oh, it's one of my my favorite movies. That was one of my favorite that, science fiction. Movies. I really like that one. That movie, Robert bo- Duvall, it bores the shit out of me. I, I, really, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not like saying it's a bad movie. I'm simply saying no, that no, like I'm every time I've watched it, I'm just. I but that's just the point of it, though. I mean, it, it kind of I, is. It, it, I like that. But anyway, that yeah, that it was the seventy. Goes, that's yeah. a good movie. Robert, one of Robert Duvall's. And movies. I kind of like who directed that movie. Who directed it? You know who? <laughs> Come on, George Lucas. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And George Lucas later went on to do this stutter wars. Star wars. So when were the Star Wars? Did you going back to THX? Did you like his when he went back and added like enhanced scenes? Yes. Yes, I did. I think I liked yeah, it. The better, director's actually. cut of yes. Uh, yes was I thought was like much he better. wanted to go back and correct something. But yes, I did like that, though. and I liked it a little better. But although I like, I saw the first original, you know, the first release yeah. and liked it too. No, but, no, me too. But yeah, it did I, I just thought it. it was kind of yeah. a neat but little. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, that yeah, yeah I, th- I thought that was good. So, the, but there, and I mean, there's so much that came out in the '70s. Did um, I? Did I say? Colossus, the four. Yes, yeah, we talked but about that yeah. a little just bit. The, the whole AI thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah, that was a, a big deal at the time. Yes. No, it wasn't. I, now it is, but not. Oh it, no, it was. There, there was several things that that had the AI. You know, the invisible thing. boy. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Murnau. 
But um, fuck you. Well, I think I think the '70s television was really like the lifeblood of most children at that time, right? I mean, it was because we we are the TV babies, you know. Who uh, we watched um, Space 1999. We watched Battlestar Galactica, which has been remade. Have you guys seen the the remade uh, series for Battlestar Galactica? Yes, with um, what's his name? Oh, um, Edward James Olmos. Yeah, yeah, Edward James yeah. Olmos, who was in Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, he was. Origami guy. Origami guy. He's speaking <laughs> but, yeah, Chinese um, and Mexican. Yeah, and that was never one of my favorites. Um, yeah, or, or even the new one? Did you watch Even it? the new one. Oh, just was, the new one. I, there's something bad. I like the new one better I, I than I liked it better than the original, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I but the I, there was just something... To, I, there again, I found I like, it kind of boring. I liked the first few episodes, yeah, I found and then it, I kind of lost interest in yeah, it. But. Yeah, I found it, it seemed to get kind of boring. I don't know. Because I, I watched three or four episodes, Because too. that's like... Uh, and, I, and I know Gaffrey X-Files really, when they really go into the, it. Yeah, really, the I, really, I really like it because it really addresses that whole artificial intelligence. Right. You know, that's true. It's, that it's, is it's, true. It's really exploring that whole thing, and it does a really good job. I when, think when was it out? What? Uh, it was the early 2000s, I would say. Yeah, for yeah that one. when yeah. that came out. Yeah, yeah. The production quality of that is amazing, you know. And it's funny because I've gone back and watched uh, the old Battlestar, the original, yes. which I loved as a kid. Well, because you got to understand, there was nothing else, you know. Like no, you, that's you that, just that was my whole yeah, point with yeah. Star Trek. Right. There, you you had to grab, you had to glom onto that. Well, even in the 70s, like I was, I I had that giant book that was the the bible of star trek so it told everything yes. that went on in the bat behind the scenes all that and i loved that book i would just read that all the time and then anytime that show was on i'd watch it same yeah. with uh, space 19 here you know hearing you just saying that yeah. i think that's how i got like stuck on the like you were talking about earlier but got stuck on the japanese monster movies uh, oh you know, totally they were, yeah yeah uh, i mean Seriously, I mean, yeah. When you first saw them, here, it's like, oh, these are so bad. You know, some. Of but them they were the only things you could see, right? And then, so I, yeah, you kind of developed that fondness for them and that look, and which, and they kind of played on that later on. But it was just, yeah, it, it was interesting. Yeah, and that's that, funny. How you, you get a sense for a style or whatever. And those, I would say that the Godzilla stuff is some of the earliest stuff I remember. Clear back to Wasian on Brunel Street. <laughs> Um, oh, that's be, just little kid fodder. But right it there. is. But that's but just, but that's the thing. It's it's very impressionable because what, what would happen is you'd be like you're a little kid and you want to play, right? Uh-huh. But you're watching a movie. You can't just sit and watch a movie when you're that young. You have to interact with the movie. You have to engage in it. Yeah, yeah, you have to actually pretend you're doing something that's going along with the movie right. itself. So I would have these boxes. Yeah. You know, you'd find a box I could get into and sit in there, and I'd make it myself draw yeah. on the side and make it spaceship and all that shit, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and so interactivity. I mean, this is really yeah. what happened yeah. with the the earliest forms of interactivity, where you had to bring your own. You know, but it wasn't just movies though either. They had all, like, well, sure, yeah, but Lost in Space and uh, but you but you planned of the Giants. Uh, but, but we planned our our lives around what was going on on that fucking boot TV dude. guide. You go TV, through oh, and underline oh, things oh, in the TV shit. guide, and you'd know. You're like, I have a I have to have a watch so I can look at what time <laughs> it is, and now I know it's time for six million dollars. And then you'd have to, and if they had like a, a special week, like on the four o'clock show, remember the four o'clock show? Oh yeah. When they would have like a monster week or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because if you were ill, if you were sick and staying home, this is around Toledo, Ohio, yeah. probably about Channel Eleven. 
Well, Toledo would not even say. Or we, Channel 13, whatever. We, we got a lot of Detroit. Dialing too. for dial dollars, too, at the time. <laughs> We're way off. Way off. Uh, how about Soylent Green? No, I don't. I don't eat that shit. I'm, uh, <laughs> that was 1973. It's really good with non non sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another movie I think we mentioned before. Um, we were going to talk about maybe sometime extensively was Silent Running. Oh, okay, yeah, Silent Running is brilliant. And okay, yeah. here's another one. That was a TV show yeah. too. Okay, here's another one. Yes, it was. Here's another. Yeah, it was. Lathe of Heaven. Oh yes. No, um, I didn't. Great. Davidson. Um, yeah, great, great movie. And, and, and Ursula K. Le Guin story. Yeah, and the, yeah the, the story itself. Yeah, very good stuff. I remember seeing that and going, I do not know what's going on here. <laughs> like the whole time. You're like, yeah, and it was not like a, a disconcerting thing. You were just like, oh, okay, okay, this is cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's, yeah, uh, yeah I hadn't, hadn't even thought about that. Um, going up to the end of the 70s, uh, Alien. 1979. Okay, that's a game changer, right? right yes, it is. Yes, yeah, that's a that, that was. I love that. I love it is the look it, of that movie when it came out. But all I kept thinking was, seriously, that's just like a hyped up version of uh, it, Terror from Beyond Space. It is, but it is. But it, you're right, and it did it better. And it well, did it didn't it, really do it better. It just did it in a different, a time. little more different way. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. It, but it, I, it brought every aspect of craft to the movie, is what it did. I mean, that's the Alien is really a. It's like this. It's like a to, like a total package. Like you've got the production design, you've got this HR Geiger, HR Geiger, this artist creating. Really, movie. and they actually gave yeah. him the budget to do this stuff. And they gave him the budget, and, and in then the you, light of well, Star and, Wars, and, and then stuff you have too. these actors. These actors, like every actor in that movie. Fucking phenomenal! I mean, like I that's so that's too. really yeah. one of the things that you know. And this this is Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott does this with yes. everything he yes. does. You know, here's here's I don't did um, Tara always had the had the criticism of in Alien of the uh, the underbelly, the interior being wet and drippy. And <laughs> he did. Chains. I really did. And I never thought about it until he mentioned it, and I always said oh, it didn't bother me, but. After he said that, I'm going, well, you know, yeah. And especially me, I, I like to consider myself kind of a pure science fiction guy. And, you know, when he said that, I'm going, yeah, that makes absolute sense. Uh, see, but it doesn't because a sustainable environment always has an atmosphere. And that's I the, get any, that. ki- any kind of long term environment in which people are going to have to live, survive, and all that stuff is going to have an, it absolutely has to have an atmosphere. I, I, I understand all that, but I also would say they would have a more. Efficient? No. How big was that ship? It was huge. I that ship I, was I like understand a, that. Yeah, yeah, but was, all that it was it, a huge it, ship. And I'm, I'm assuming it creates its own ecosystem. So exactly. saying yeah. that, I am saying that's a lot of wasted water for a closed ecosystem. You don't. Well, know it wasn't you, wasted. Yeah, it was just was being wasted. recycled. You have no idea. Well, yeah. I, that would oh, go well, down. And I'm uh, just saying that's, just that's the I logical conclusion right. of why they would even let that happen. All th- because all it would then create the atmosphere. Because you know, it was that, so vast, it was yeah, big enough that right, the humidity and right, all that stuff. Right. They would sit around thinking, okay, tomorrow I'm going to be thirsty, so I'm going to pee right here right now. Oh, they could do that too. And look, who were the two guys down there? Yafet Kodo and Yafet Kodo and Harry Dean Stanton. Come on, Kofi Kingston. Come on, you can't. You couldn't have two better guys as the underbelly people, man. Those guys were spot on. You know that. I love that movie. That's 
I saw that movie in the theater and it just blew me away. No, it, no, I, I know. I, I, I yeah. say that and I, I liked it. I don't mean it that way. Yes, at all, right, it's so right. funny because you, you, you had just taken us to see uh, Star Wars. And we're like, oh, we love Oh, this. then you yeah. see this. No, yeah. we, no, we didn't see it. He oh. went and saw it, and when he came back, and we're like going, how was it? He goes, you're not going to see it anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, uh, honestly, I didn't see it till the 80s. I mean, I didn't. I think it was till, it wasn't until the second one was getting ready to come out that I ended up seeing it. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the second one? Um, I, I tell you what, I there's not one of them that I dislike. I can say which one is my least favorite. Yes, but I don't dislike any of them because I agree. The, the lore behind all of them and the people which who one are making you, those. Which one's your least favorite? Three, the, the prison one. And I kind of like that one. I saw a director's. Cut uh, no, I like it. That's a that's the oh, problem. No, that's the it, thing. It I had like a it. whole different feel than the other ones. It just it just, doesn't it doesn't hold together like the other ones do. Uh, and I'll even say like even the one that that uh, was the French guy that did the French. Guy I liked his children. a lot too. Oh, I love that one. It Talk was, about a heavy metal look. That well, was, it was also written by Joss Whedon. So yeah. it had that very, you know, the very character driven, you know, all of the characters you kind of. I, I like that one a lot. And it had that French guy that was in uh, City of Lost Children. Yeah. Well, that's the um, that's the director who did that. Yeah. He, he shoots it all on reversal film. So it's all that weird chiaroscuro, just beautiful looking. What's his name? Uh, Pete Barbuti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete. I thought you had your phone Pete, in your hand. you're beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, there's so much in... Uh, we took on, I think, a, a big bite here, you know, um, to to talk about everything that happened in the seventies. This is an overview, folks. Oh no, it's our impression of the our 70s. just yeah. impression of the so late the mid sixties and in the seventies yeah, into the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so man, I, we I could would go on and on. No, and I would say we could go no, on. If we're going to talk about the things that really changed things in that genre, I would say um, Close Encounters was one of them. Was one yes, of them. I think there's something about that that. Uh, I think that's the landmark where we're not. That's interesting you say that. Well, the the landmark about that is that it no longer has the aliens being um, something we have to fear. Oh you no, I no, I think that goes back farther. But uh, yeah, I I argue that goes back to uh, Day the Earth stood still. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, good point. No, I would say you're right, but I would say that really in the big zeitgeist. Uh, Close Encounters did that, like, because it, it was a blockbuster that. Well, yeah, and it was. That's kind of interesting. And it, and it had that whole compulsion, but at theme, you know, I think that that was the first time that that really hit, right? And 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 in, in a big budget, big way, and what that involved a lot more people in that whole but, yeah, but uh, aspect th- of of extraterrestrials and uh, and it it changed our actual literally our perception. It did. Of what aliens look like. Yes. Nice. It was it, uh, it became, prior to that. Well, they were it, the more extreme, yeah. goofy looking. Yeah. What it did was crazy. It, it, aliens. it it what it did was was an evolution of the Jungian unconscious. Very blank, black eyes reduce all the detail no, to I'm, the body. It, right. No, but I'm, I'm talking about what, what the, I'm talking what you see. That becomes the Jungian Crea- unconscious. When the world collides, a trivia contest. I'm trivia. All right. So this evening we're going to challenge Doctor Tar and Professor Feather. <laughs> You're going down to a 1950s science fiction quiz. 
Uh, so whoever uh, reaches five first, unless they both reach five at the same time. So if both of them answer five questions correctly, then we'll keep going until somebody wins and somebody loses. No, I got a better one. The tie-off, the tiebreaker. Oh, the tie-off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant the tiebreaker. He's been watching too much Manhunter. <laughs> sorry. The, the, the tiebreaker will be the question, but it's not a multiple choice. Oh, no multiple choice? So it's only one answer? So it's... So You've we, to, you have we have to fill to in the know. blank. We have to fill in the blank. Oh, you've been doing that for your whole life. <laughs> I don't see anything funny about that. <laughs> yes, my mono is insert here. All right, here we come with uh, the, the first the question. question. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So this question is: Are you guys ready? Ready. <laughs> All right. So we're going to going uh, who, who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. Professor Feather is going first, and he's going to keep score. I will keep score. What? Hey. I, I have one point already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here. In what category did 1953's The War of the Worlds win an Academy Award? So this is from the 1950s. Science yes. Fiction. Don't say anything. Dr. This is Tarr, my answer. I see. I'm I not. It's my right, point. So here, do you want the, do you want the options? Yes, I want the option. Uh, I, no, no. I, this is multiple choice. It's multiple choice. Yeah, they're all multiple choice. Don't uh, don't don't give me that look on on podcasting. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, it's a, it looks on. Okay, so looks on. It, did they win? Okay, so did, did the War of the Worlds win eyes for on you? best costume design? I'm undressing you. Best visual effects or best film editing? Best visual effects. You're right. <laughs> you are right. You are correct. All right. What else is that movie gonna have? Professor yeah. Feather has one. Ding. Doctor Tar Ding. has zero. It's one to zero. Whatever. Come on. You're going down. So I'm gonna get like what right, you ready? Thompson movie. <laughs> you ready for See, the next Thomas one? See, Thomas Howell movie was filmed in. All right. So to the Tar and Feather intro theme. <laughs> Hopefully it will lend you power. Whatever. Which was Warner Brothers' highest grossing movie in 1954? Do you want the answer options or do you want to just solo this? Oh, that one I don't know. You don't know? Oh, so now I have to give you the options. Oh, yeah. Multiple choice. It's all about options. Plan 9 from Outer Space. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yes, Jared, I'll go with that one. (laughs) Red Planet Mars. Or them. What year? 1954. Them. That's the highest grossing? Yes. Well, Dr. Tar, you're correct. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dr. Tar won, Professor Feather won. It's a it's, tie. It's, a tie. it's one on one! <laughs> We're back. We're back to number okay. two. The next one is which film is a loose retelling of Shakespeare's *The Tempest*? Forbidden Planet. <laughs> I was gonna say, "Ooh, Jerry, I know." <laughs> is that your answer? It's my yeah. answer. All right. Yeah, the, that's his the answer. O- the options were *The War of the Worlds*, 
the day the earth stood still or forbidden planet so you say forbidden planet yes look at that you get the dr tar prof- <laughs> seal of approval what <laughs> <laughs> that's professor feather 2 dr tar 1 wait a minute wait a minute correct math <laughs> you got you. that one. Thank you. I want a Chisholm Bop kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is correct. Forbidden Planet. How did you know that? <laughs> I never felt so small. Okay. That's Dr. Tar. <laughs> Are you ready for a new question? Sure. It's a, which sure. British sci-fi comedy starring Alec Guinness centered around a chemist who invents an everlasting fabric? Oh, the man in the gray f- flannel suit. <laughs> or, some, or something along those lines. Here are your options. The man from Planet X. The cosmic man. The man in the white suit. That's the one. <laughs> which one? The white suit. Which what's it called? The, the man, man in the white. In the, in the oh, white I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let me click on that. I th- I think it should have been Men in Black. Oh, you are correct. That's Doctor Tar Two, Professor Feather Two. It's a tie. Tar and it's Feather. A tie. Wait, it's a what? what? It's a what? Tar. It's a tie. Two 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 tie. It's all okay. This is going gonna last. This is gonna go to the tiebreaker. I can see. <laughs> okay, so this is for Professor Feather. Before giving us Buck Rogers and the Bionic Woman on the small screen, which director gave us nearly a dozen American sci-fi horror films? Do you want to know the options? Yes. <laughs> oh, I think I know. I think I do too. But. It's Billy Wilder, Robert Aldrich, or Jack Arnold. Jack Arnold. Yes. That is correct. Why? Professor Feather three. Okay, so this one is for Doctor Tar. In which Jack Arnold directed movie is Clint Eastwood credited with his first oh, speaking Oh, I know this, Jerry. <laughs> Uh, it, it was uh, Revenge of the Creature. The options are Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Incredible Shrinking Man, or Revenge of, <laughs> Revenge the, creature. of the Creature. <laughs> that is correct! Yeah! Because he had the mouse and he pulled it up. There it is. Three to three, three to three to three to three. Should I blow it? <laughs> Should I use my 357 magnum on this mouse, bitch? Okay, the alien in which classic from 1951, set in 1982, is referred to as an intellectual carrot. Right, this is for Professor Feather. What are my options, Jerry? The brain eaters. Did I slur that? The, no. baby, the brain, <laughs> the, <laughs> the brain eaters. Okay. Uh, the thing from another world, and when worlds collide. 
What was the question, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you well, know no, this. no, no, no. Tar. The alien in which classic film, or which classic from 1951, set in 1982, when worlds collide, is referred to as an intellectual car- carrot. No. When worlds collide, that's my answer. Wrong. What is it? Is it? No. no. The thing. The thing. Howard Hawks, oh, the vegetable from another world. The vegetable. See, I, I'm sorry. Intellectual I, carrot. I, well, what? Oh, through, you what thought a different me, carrot type of carrot, not a vegetable carrot. No, what I when you said the thing from another world, I did not associate that title because in my mind the title of that movie is the thing. The thing. Oh. And I was not making that association. Right. I would have gotten it, but I I I didn't listen correctly. So that makes it still three to three. We're still tied. So there. So there. Eat that, Eat that fucker. fucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is for Dr. Tar. The next question. Are you ready? Your mission, if you should choose to accept it. In which 50s sci-fi Cold War story does a former Nazi scientist now working for the Soviets beam signals that ooh, God ooh. is on Mars. That's Peter Graves! <laughs> Red Planet Mars. Red Planet Mars. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Even if it's not on the list? That's Isn't his it? answer. That's correct! That's correct. That's correct. Yes. yes. And he blows and it, he up, blows with it the, up with the hydrogen, with the hydrogen tube. tube. <laughs> Dr. Tar 4. Lava Lava tubes. Lava tubes. All right, this one is for lava tube uh, zero. Ooh. Professor Feather. <laughs> the pressure is on now. The pressure is on. Which H.G. Oh, Wells <laughs> classic story was remade? Was by it B. Steven Alex Spielberg? Oh, in two thousand and five. <laughs> say say again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which H.G. Wells classic story was remade by Steven Spielberg in two thousand and five? War of the Worlds. Correct, correct, That makes it Professor Feather four, four, four tar. Four. Four. Tar four. Four on four. Tar four. Tar four. Tar four. Been there, done that. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right, so Tar, here we go. What awakens the 200-foot creature in Ishiro Honda's Americanized Godzilla? <laughs> what? What? Ishiro. Wait a well, minute, what? Was Say what? that again. What awakens the 200-foot creature in Ishiro Honda's Americanized Godzilla? Oh, in the Americanized Godzilla. Yeah, Ishiro Honda. We just heard this guy from your mysterious. Well, no, I was the American. But I don't understand the question. <laughs> what awakens the two hundred foot creature? What's I would the, I would say the atomic bombs, but I don't know about the Americanized version because they were trying to sanitize. Well, here's the here are the uh, fishermen, Rodan and Gamera, or atomic bomb testing. Yes, I always thought it was atomic I, bomb testing. But is that your answer? Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, I, you know, no, I, well, I didn't I quite that. understand the question. I guess. I, because they did try to really kind of cut that stuff out. Well, they cut the out all the all of the uh, horrendous scenes. Yeah, they didn't really cut out the fact well, that 
It was nuclear. No, was, the question was perfectly clear. You guys are tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. Shut up. We're, uh, that's five to four. Yeah. All right, so you ready? If I lose this one, is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. If I lose turn? this one, then that's Dr. it. Tar. Dr. I mean, Professor Feather. Professor Feather. All right. We're easily okay. confused. I, I think you might have this one because it says, which of Edward's movies was described as the Citizen Kane of bad movies? Was that Plan 9 from Outer Space, Alex? So your options are Bride of the Monster. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. The Sinister Urge or Plan 9 from Outer Space. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> That's five to five. Now it goes to tiebreaker. There is tiebreaker. no... This is a uh, fill in go, the blank. Well. And you get to go first, Tar. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to oh. ask the question. You're both going to write it down. Oh. And then whoever gets it right. If oh, you that, both, that translates well to podcasting. I will read you it. You will read the answers yeah. in. All right. So here's the question. You ready? No. Yeah. Here's the You're not ready? No. What? <laughs> Just do it. Okay, ready? Both of you? Okay, yes. Which movie was almost called Sleep No More? Your options are, should you choose to take them? Oh, we've got options? Yes. I thought this was going to be a fill in the blank. Oh, if you want to. Yes. All right, I'm not going to give you the options. I'm going to cover these yes. up right now. yes. Okay. Tar is showing Gadfly his answer. And I don't have a pencil, so I'm just going to give my answer. I don't see, I don't know what he wrote down. My answer is I have absolutely no fucking idea whatsoever. And Tar, what was your answer? Invasion of the body. All right. And the winner is... Dr. Tom! Yeah. Excellent. 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 <laughs> that's, that's good. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Nicely, Nicely done. What's my prize? What's your prize? <laughs> you get to stay on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. What's my prize? Yeah. <laughs> no, really. You get to stay on the Damn podcast. Damn it. <laughs> Well, there you have it. And that was it. Tar is the winner of the first ever Tar and Feather face-off. <laughs> face? Oh, you got to do oh, it. Oh, no. I take that back. It's the Tar and Feather wig off. That's a wig off. Oh, I love it. Wait, do that again. Tar and Feather wig off. That's a big wig. Big wig. It's an accommodation. Yes, my son, that's a big wig to fill. You do know, Dr. Tar, that at the end of the whole trivia affair, we will be giving away the golden wig. Which is kind of heavy to wear, but okay. It goes to the loser. You got to wear it! Every time we film. You guys want to watch me take a dump? Say!
Oh. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty wasn't really an egg at all. <laughs> he was correct. He was shelling out the loot. Yolk. He did have kind of a sulfur smell, but <laughs> that was a bad yolk. <laughs> that was Swedish. Oh, that was such a bad yolk. This is Dr. Ta. This is Loser Feather. <laughs> this is non-participating Midnight Again Fly. Oh, oh, and this is... Alan. You can contact us at UnsaneRadio at gmail.com You can find us at UnsaneRadio at gmail.com <laughs> No <laughs> You can find us at UnsaneRadio.com Oh yeah, that's you <laughs> How about the Twitter? What does that look like? Radio Unsane really At nice. Radio Unsane they can't see this on the podcast, but I'm not looking at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't looking at you either, so. <laughs> and he wasn't pointing either. <laughs> Peripheral vision is a bitch. Communionized. Unsane Radio. You can also see uh, Dr. Tar and Professor Feather on Tar and Feather Psycho Cinema. That's tarandfeather.com. Dot com. T-A-R-R-A-N-D-F-E-T-H-E-R dot Okay, just one. We have a Facebook page, Psycho Cinema. We have a Facebook page, Untamed Radio. We're all over the place. We even have a Tumblr account. (laughs) (laughs) No Spotify. Podbean. What's up with that? Podbean.